Beautiful Not Broken, your weekly inspirational hit of solid advice and life stories coming to you to help you rebuild from rock bottom. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of Beautiful Not Broken. Thanks for listening as always. I'm so glad that you are tuned in and you're listening to my stories and my advice and hopefully taking it on board and, you know, doing the work, implementing it and just changing your life for the better, you know, despite the shit that you're currently in and knowing that it's just a phase and you're going to move out of this phase. So still in lockdown here in Sydney um, when I'm recording this episode. It's bloody cold again today. I know I said that in the last episode, but it is cold. And yeah, it's, you know, it's a good week. I'm getting lots done and I'm bringing this to you because I thought about it last night and I was like, God, that is one of the things that shits me the most when you are going through the grief patch or, you know, something shit happens in your life. You get every single cliche in the book, like literally every single one. Like, hence why this episode is called, let me cliche that for you, because you know what? You don't want to hear them. But at the end of the day, you need to remember that people are just saying this stuff to you because they don't know what else to say. Like they're trying to comfort you in the way that they've been comforted, even if they know it didn't actually comfort them. It's not about that. They're just trying to be there for you in the best way that they can show up. So you need to remember not to get shitty if someone's like running at you with a cliche. The best one I've heard is throughout my divorce, I've been told, thank God you didn't have kids together. I'm like, oh my God, yes, you're right. My heartbreak is so much better now. Thank you for that. No, I'm kidding. Literally, everyone has said that. And I totally agree with them. I understand where they're coming from because, yeah, look, it would be so much worse if we did. But it doesn't really help the pain. And that's not why someone's telling you that. They're actually not really trying to help get rid of the pain. I guess, you know, they're just trying to give you that little um, bright side. And there's that, I guess that's where toxic positive positivity comes into it. You know, I mean, that saying that to someone is not toxically positive. But, you know, it's when they get those real good cliches that are like, oh, well, you know, no one died. It's like, well, congratulations. That doesn't fucking make me feel any better. And actually half the time when you're going through this and someone is clicheing for you, someone did die. So... Yeah, let me cliche that for you. I mean, what are the some really what are some really good ones? At least they lived a good life. <laughs> I love that one. Yeah, like cool. Cool. That's making me feel heaps better. But yeah, as I said, we can't be too harsh on the deliverer of the cliche. It is about how we react. And look, I was all like, oh, thank you. That makes it so much better. And I'm being all sarcastic now delivering this to you, which is not helpful. Um, (laughs) But I'm just trying to help you see the humorous side in the cliche. And the fact that it's not about, you know, no one's trying to not validate how you're feeling or trying to take away from that. That's probably not what the deliverer of the cliche is actually trying to do. They're just trying to like understand how you feel and they're trying to make you feel better because they know that you feel like shit. You're not hiding it. Like, you know, they know that you've been through a rough time and they're literally trying to make you feel better. And I think that's the most important message I can give you with this podcast today is when people come to you after a traumatic event for you, whether it's, you know, someone has passed away or you're going through a divorce or, you know, you're going through a hard breakup or, you know, something horrible has happened in your life, 
you know, the, the people around you most likely don't really know how to react. So they're coming at you with things that they've heard other people say or they think is helpful and they're literally just trying to be there for you. And I think it's a gratitude on our behalf that we have these amazing circles that are trying to comfort us, even if it is with a shitty cliche, which, you know, like, my God, there's so many of them out there. I don't even know where to begin. But I think it's about being really grateful for the help that we're receiving in these times and not just being cynical about the actual cliche, even though I know I was just being cynical about it then. But that's because I'm trying to make light of it. I'm trying to make you laugh about these cliches you've been receiving because maybe you haven't laughed in a while. You know, like, how's that going for you? Are you laughing? Are you still having fun? I understand that during the shit, it can be really hard to laugh. But I think there's this beautiful thing that happens when we laugh it actually helps us release. And it's the same with crying, right? There's this beautiful thing that happens when we actually let ourselves cry. It's this amazing release of emotion. And often that's all we need is just to release these deep emotions that are kind of holding us back from healing um, and, you know, stopping that process from working. So we need to work through that. Thank you, Alfie, for interrupting the podcast with your shake. You all probably know my dog, Alfie, if you follow me on Instagram. Um, he's the very loud one in the background right now, sneezing and doing his thing. Like this, you know, this podcast is being brought to you from my office in my midway home at the moment uh, because I'm, I'm not homeless by any means, but I'm certainly not living in the home that I'm paying for and I'm certainly not living in the property that I want to be in. So I'm, yeah, I call this my midway point, my rebirthing, as we know. Back to today's episode after the uh, little update brought to you by Alfie. So yeah, let me cliche that for you. So I think it's really frustrating hearing all these cliches and they don't make us feel better and they don't really serve a purpose. And I think we're getting to a time in an age where maybe people use them less and they try and come up with more creative ways to comfort us or they just don't try and comfort us at all because I literally don't know what to say. I think one of the favorite things I've had said to me is, I don't know what to say, Beck. And I'm like, thank you. I'm like, that is fucking honest. I've just literally tried not to trauma dump, but maybe I have trauma dumped on you somewhat. And I've told you what I've been going through and I've told you what I'm struggling with. And your response to me is you don't know what to say. That is an honest answer. And, you know, you've got to be grateful for that when people are really that upfront with you and say, I actually don't know what to say and they don't just deliver a cliche to you. But my point today for today's podcast is just to remind you that if someone does deliver a cliche for you and someone does kind of do that, it's not because they don't care or it's just literally probably because they don't know what else to say. Um, and I can 100% tell you from my most recent traumatic event being the divorce and being constantly told at least you don't have kids together it is a hundred percent I've literally every single person I have told about my separation that's the first thing they've said and I'm like I get that we're looking for the you know that little silver lining right now but maybe I'm upset we didn't have kids together because it means that the chances of me having them are slimmer because I'm older And the chances of me meeting someone now, you know, it's going to be more challenging. Look, I'm still quite young and I don't actually really worry about that side of things because I'm very grateful we didn't have kids together. But that is definitely something, you know, when you, if you're the person delivering a cliche, 
which like we're all guilty of it. I've delivered my fair share and I know that, you know, like people don't, it, it's just an off the cuff thing, right? But if you're the one delivering it, I want you to remember that that cliche and that silver lining that you're trying to give that person may actually not be as comforting as you think, because it could actually be similar to like the example I just gave you, which is actually not the way I think. Every time someone says, thank God you didn't have kids together. I'm like, yeah, man, like shit, like that would be hell. Um, but you don't know what that other person is thinking. Maybe they thought that was their only shot at having kids. You know, maybe they don't, maybe they've got other issues going on and they don't think they could move on or you just don't know what someone's going through. So before delivering an off the cuff cliche, if you feel like you can't really interact with that, the news that they're telling you, I mean, firstly say to them, wow, this is a lot like, you know, and, and if someone is kind of trauma dumping on you, you have every right to not call it out, but like you have to have given them the space to do that because hearing someone's trauma can be quite traumatic for yourself and you might not be in the right headspace to help them with that. And it's better that you tell them that than, you know, kind of hold space for them. And it's, you can't actually do that. So that's my advice. If you're the cliche giver is just think twice about whether giving them a cliche is more helpful than like more harmful than helpful and if there's some other way that you can just say to them, wow, I, you know, that's, that's a lot. I actually don't know how to reply to you right now, but I'm here for you. And giving them a, a real other way to kind of connect with them um, and just validate the way that they're feeling and empathize with them. I think this empathy piece, we all think we're empathetic until it comes to actually a time when someone asks us to really step up and validate the way they feel and, and really like listen to their shit if we have held space for them to do that. Because it can be really hard to hear that your friend's going through a tough time. And it can be really hard to not go into solution mode. I know that's my biggest thing is I love to go into solution mode for people. I do it for myself. I do it, you know, I spoke about that, about every single time I heard someone was diagnosed with cancer, I just wanted to solve the cancer for them. Even though I'm not, a, you know, I'm in no way, shape or form, no way, shape or form, you know, educated to do that. I'm not a doctor of any type. So I think that's the thing, whether you're receiving the cliche, when you're receiving the cliche, you need to be really aware that someone's doing that because they're trying to comfort you. They're trying to be there for you and it's out of love. And even if it's completely unhelpful, we need to keep in check our emotions when we're going through these times, because even though, yes, we think shit, our emotion is the most important and we're struggling and everyone else around us should just understand that. It doesn't mean they understand how to interact with us. And then on the flip side, if you're the one giving the cliche, stop and think about whether it is a helpful thing to say or whether it's kind of going to add to them and make them feel like you're not validating the shit that they're going through. So my tips today for let me cliche that for you. Um, And I think it's a really important topic that we've covered because, yeah, it's really hard when someone's giving us news and or we're receiving, you know, help like we're receiving comfort or asking for comfort it's really hard to kind of navigate those feelings of both parties in a situation of trauma or in a situation you know of response to trauma so some things to look out for and think about the next time that your friend comes to you with some pretty hectic news or vice versa you want to go to them so that's what I wanted to bring to you this week I hope it's been helpful and not harmful And you know that you can always reach out and connect with me. I would absolutely love to hear from you. Please get in touch. I'm Beck underscore Chapel on Instagram or at Chapel Beck 
on Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. I hope you have a really great week and we will talk soon.